How's everybody doing? <clears throat> How's everybody doing? How is everybody doing? We are going to have a riveting show today. Going to be looking at religion, which is always a very tumultuous topic to whew, go over with people. <laughs> Very volatile topic. I wonder why. We'll discuss why in a second. We are broadcasting live from huh, my little private Facebook page, which soon I may dive into Facebook again with a public page. Uh, but we're here on Instagram uh, with the Raw Report, uh, Raw Therapy. And uh, the prophet, D-A period prophet. So, we're also uh, broadcasting for uh, the podcast, Raw Conspiracy Podcast, which is available now in video form on Spotify. So, you'll be able to see this actual video on Spotify, uh, but on Apple and Google, uh, you know, it's still audio. I'm sure they'll be catching up pretty soon. They don't want to be outdone by Spotify. All right. So I'm going to play a clip uh, for you guys, which has been the uh, center of controversy since I posted it. Hasn't gotten many views on each pages, maybe, you know, four or five thousand. Uh, but Comments, woof, the comments, jeez, man, hey, I, I had to get a little ghetto a, a few times, you know, but let me go ahead and play this clip, you may or may not be able to hear it, but for you Instagram people, you already know what it is, this is more so or less uh, for the podcast so that they can hear it uh, and see what the big hype is about, so this is a uh, Video I posted from a TikTok user. I don't have his name, uh, but uh, I'm just going to play it for you uh, people at home who are listening. Hopefully, you can hear it uh, pretty good. I didn't think about that before I started this broadcast. So, I'm going to put my mic to it really close so that uh, you guys can hear this. If he can. The devil accepts a burnt virgin sacrifice. Let me try to start that over. Alright. Here we go. Here the devil has all the firstborn children of. I'm going to prove to you that God is actually the devil. In this verse, the devil accepts a burnt virgin sacrifice. Here the devil has all the firstborn children of Egypt killed, including the animals. This verse describes how the devil. 
loves the smell of burning flesh of a sacrificed lamb. Here the devil orders the death of men, women, children, infants, and animals. Here the devil commands... So, uh, hopefully you guys will hear that. I'm going to repeat uh, some of that, what he said. So, basically what he uh, did was a reverse psychological type of thing where he said he's going to prove that the devil in the Bible, I mean, the God in the Bible is actually the devil. Uh, so, he began to uh, state, you know, different passages that show that God is doing some very suspect things like killing babies, uh, says he loves he loves the scent of burning uh, flesh and things of this nature. All right. So when I posted this, you know, I did a commentary which you know I let people know that uh, in no uncertain terms you have to realize something and nobody can refute this, and that is the Bible has been altered. All right. This is a known fact. I don't know why people are, you know, acting like this is the word of God untainted, untouched. This Bible has been altered so many times it don't make sense. This is a fact. A fact that none of you can refute. The fact that King James' name is on the Bibles is like telling you this fact. Or are you blind? Is your indoctrination so deep that you don't understand this? Let me break it down for you. King James was a king. Right? See, I'm, I'm going to do this so elementary so that there will be no refuting what I'm saying. King James was a king. Correct? Correct. Fact established. All right. What you don't know is every Bible you have today I don't care where it come from. I don't care what it say. The new this, the old that, this, that, and the other. Every Bible that you have today stems from the King James Version. Why? Because when King James put his version out, they burned everything else. This is a fact. Do you not understand that? None of you have a Bible in your possession that you went and bought at a store that is not King James Version. Do you understand this? This is a fact. Okay? Many of you have never heard of the Nicaea Council. This is where Emperor Constantine get, had a little council. All right? Now, if you Google Nicaea Council, you will find that what the council was, was at this time, and I forget the date, 800 or something like that, real early. There were a lot of views going around about Jesus, who he was and who he was not. Some people said he was the son of God. This is what the church said, the very church that crucified him. This is what they said. Other people said he was not the son of God. He was a teacher, a prophet that came to teach mankind about the creator God. And that he never claimed to be the son of God. 
and the things that were associated with him being the son of God, like, you know, his father being the Holy Spirit and stuff like this, he proclaimed those things to be lies. He said his father was actually that the, the being that is known throughout the Bible as the angel Gabriel. The same being that gave the prophet Muhammad the Quran, which isn't it weird that you Christians believe that you believe in this angel, yet you don't gravitate toward Islam. When the angel Gabriel is the one who gave the prophet Muhammad the Quran. I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out all of y'all weirdness. All of the things where you just close your eyes and don't want to believe stuff, but claim you woke, claim you know the truth, this, that, and the other. See, knowledge is real power. And what you do not know will hurt you. And I say this all the time. So let's continue, shall we? During this council of Nicaea, Emperor Constantine really did not care which side prevailed. But he put them all in this room and he said, we're going to decide on one role for Jesus. He's either going to be a teacher or a prophet or he's going to be the son of God. I don't care which one. I'm going to leave it up to you guys to decide. And whatever you decide, that's what we're going to adopt. And that is what is going to be what we promote. And we're going to get rid of anything else. All right. Now, the church, as we see today, is very powerful. It was powerful back then as well. All right. I mean, after all, they did crucify Jesus. Very powerful. Now, who was the people that Jesus went to when he was here? He went to the people in the streets. He did not go to the organized and established church and say, hey, what's up? You guys been doing a good job. I'm here to just solidify everything you're doing. Did he do that? No, he did not. He went to the people out in the streets and started telling them different from what the church was telling them. That's why the church wanted to crucify him. This is basic religion 101. I can't believe I have to go through it like this. But I do, because apparently some people just don't get it. Jesus did not go to the church and say, I'm, I'm here with you guys. You know, how can I help you? He went to the people in the streets and told them that what the church was preaching was wrong. That's what he did. Why do you think they crucified him? Because they ain't like his genes or something? I mean, what, what, you know, they was hating on his look. What, you know, come on, people. Because he was threatening to upend everything that they had worked for. See, you have to put shit in a motherfucking uh, perspective that you can understand. So let me do that for you. It is now, you know, 6 BC or whatever time it was. Here come this dude, all right, and he's talking against my job. I'm a Pharisee in the church. I make good money. I got stature in the community. It's like preachers today. 
You think if Jesus walked down New York, down Madison Street in New, in New York, that people would listen to him, that the, that the church people, the pastors and preachers would come out and embrace him? If he is talking against them, meaning you preaching falsehoods, shut it down. All these pre you think T.D. Jakes, with all the money he's making, is going to support this person? You think Joel Osteen is going to run out and embrace this person? These were the same people who crucified him back then. These are their modern counterparts today. So none of these people came to embrace Jesus. And anyway, back to the council. Whose word? You can look at the council as our as our uh, state representatives, our Senate, our legislative branch. What happens with our legislative branch? Whose interest? We we the people vote for representatives, whether they're senators or or rep or reps, to go and represent us in our legislative branch. Who are they representing? The rich. Big big corporations. They get represented before you do. You don't know that? So we gotta we gotta do a, 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 a podcast on politics because you think your vote matters. Is that what you're telling me? You think that your congressmen and people are putting you ahead of these big corporations that's lying in their pockets. That's what you think. Some of you don't know how the world really works. You can't know how the world really works if you have having these thoughts. Your vote does not matter. You know where your vote matters at? On the local level in your city. That's where your vote matters. You want to do something? Vote in your city. But once you get to uh, the governors and the presidents and the senators, it don't matter who you put in there. They're going to follow suit. All right. They're going to do what they're told by the elite. That's a fact if you didn't know that. Now, let's go back 2000 years or so to the Nicene Council, which again was certainly like this, this, this body I just told you about. Who do you think <laughs> is going to win? The powerful church with all the money and connections or the, or the dirt people that Jesus came to talk to, the people out in the streets? You know, the grassroots, the grassroots campaign. Who you, who you think was heard at that Niacin Council? Who you think won? We know who won. The church won. That's why King James' name is on the Bible. That's why after this Niacin Council, all of the talk about Jesus just being a teacher and a regular man, a prophet like John the Baptist and the ones that had came before him, Gone. Gone. If you caught talking that stuff, they called it heresy. People were being arrested, killed, 
books about this stuff were destroyed. Why do you think we find in all of these ancient, ancient texts and tombs and, and, and caves? You think people just said, hey, let me put this word, word, the real word of Jesus in the cave so somebody could find it. No, they were hiding it so that it would not be destroyed by the church and the authorities who did not want any record of this to last and, and go into the future. What does all this mean? What does all this sound like? Control. You're being controlled. They're controlling what you think. If this was a real democratic society or a country, then they will put everything up on the board. And then who's allowed to choose? You are. Is your soul? Is that what's happening here? No, it's not. You're being told what to think. You're being controlled mentally. How many people got to tell you this? Kanye West, Prince, Michael Jackson. I mean, you know, everybody is telling you this and you ain't listening. And so I post, I don't know, maybe y'all took offense because the dude looks like he's a homosexual or something. I don't know. But I post something. This dude ain't lying. He right. Those things, those passages he quoted in the Bible were not from the devil. Those were the God that did those atrocities. And a lot of you are so indoctrinated. I got so many messages. I'm still getting messages. I'm crazy. I'm saying I got one woman, you know, uh, trying to put some voodoo spell on me and all of this stuff. I mean, that's why I put the Matrix video up to follow it. You are the people in the Matrix. And you're defending the system because you're not unplugged. You're not woke like you think you are. You can't shake it because you was taught as a child. This is why they teach you as children's shit. This is why they grab these little young kids and put them in the rap and music industry. Because they they don't know nothing. They're easily controllable. But see, they also know you, the public, are easily influenced by people who got stature, money. So they prop these puppets up in front of you to help guide you into deception, to deceive you. Then every now and then, one of them will wake up like Kanye. And then they'll vilify him and make him look like an idiot in the media to take away his influence because he's not using the influence that they gave him for the said purpose that they told him. So when he gets up on Joel Osteen's stage and starts talking about there's images being broadcast to you that you cannot see because they're flicking them at us so fast and these images are meant to influence you to do things. He seems like a nut. But why does he seem like a nut when you should be saying, well, let me grab one of these one of these commercials and get and slow it down till it's frame by frame so I can see if this brother telling me something that's right. But you don't do that. You just jump to conclusions. Just like you did on this post. God has killed babies. Somebody just sent me a message. God killed the babies because their bloodline was tainted. 
I said, okay. So are you telling me that the one who actually created blood does not, cannot, will not, doesn't have the technology then to simply clean the blood, but not kill the babies? See, we don't use our brain. This God you pray into in this Bible is supposed to be the creator of all. Did he not say, let there be light? And with his voice, he spoke light into his existence. Is that not true? This is a fact according to the Bible. So when I see that this God has the power to make, to turn speech into existence, I do not understand you killing babies when all you need to say is bloodline be pure. I do not understand you saying kill everyone because I don't want them to influence you, children of Israel, with their, you know, sinful ways. So you're telling me the God cannot, again, speak it into existence. Oh, you who are sinful... May your sin be gone. He cannot do that. He cannot do that. Is he not this God who spoke stuff into existence? Why does he need man to fight his wars? I've told y'all this several times. You have to put stuff into perspective. So let's put... God using the children of Israel to fight wars in perspective. Do you not know that today? Google this if you don't believe me. You know, I'm looking, let me tell you something about me. I do not ramble and tell you stuff that I cannot prove. When I be telling you to Google, I'm basically saying research, but Google will give you the answer immediately. There's nobody else who tells you things, including your pastors and preachers. And will be yelling Google this every time he's trying to make a point. So I don't understand why people are always challenging me. Because I give you the source. You can go read it for yourself. You see what I'm saying? When you join the church of knowledge. It's not me just sitting up here rambling telling you some stuff. I tell you what the source is. I invite you to go read it. You feel me? And where I come from, we call that a real nigga. You see what I'm saying? Oh, that boy Raw, he a real nigga. He don't fake the phone. Nah, he tell you something. He know he he'll tell you where he got it from. You go read it yourself. Can your TDJs do that? Can your Joel Osteen do that? Can your Bobby Hemmets and all these other guys? Can they do that? You see what I'm saying? Know who you talking to. Know who you following. Know who you believe in. Because many of you just following people because they sound good. Or following them, following them because they mainstream. Or because other people follow them. You see what I'm saying? I am not that type of dude. But your boy in the Bible, he coming up short. Now, putting war into perspective, Google this. In the United States, 
Who has the highest incident of suicide? Our armed forces. You didn't know? War on any level is hell. And many of our servicemen are coming back, taking a life because of the things they saw and, and participated in is too much to bear. Now, when you take that into consideration and you rewind back 2,000 years to where you got God telling the children of Israel's army to go in there and kill men, women, children, animals. You think about how many people of the children of Israel took their own life because war ain't no joke. And there was no guns, there was no snipers and all that to, to kill somebody from miles away so you didn't have to get up close and ugly and bloody and personal. All they had was knives, swords, bow and arrows. So you imagine going up to an infant and sticking your knife in his gut and watching his guts pour out. You imagine doing that because this is the order that came from your God to do it because like this idiot who messaged me said, this baby's blood is tainted. Get the fuck out of here with this dumb shit y'all doing, man. It's dumb and it's ignorant. And you don't think, you don't analytically think hard enough to see that something is wrong here. Then I got a woman talking about, I'm going to feel the wrath of God. And listen, the truth protects those who spread it. You feel what I'm saying? I don't fear nobody. I don't fear none of these entities I keep telling you that's around you. It's some here gnashing their teeth at me for even saying this to you. I can guarantee you that. And I sleep well at night. I do not fear them because I know if I'm on the right path, then there are beings who are going to protect me whether I know it or not. And when it is my time to go, I will go. But I have the knowledge of the soul trap, so I don't go in ignorance. You go in ignorance because half of you don't believe and the other half, you just don't got the knowledge. And the knowledge is here and you won't even get it. Now you tell me what type of human being did your God create with all these wars that he sent in these men and who knows, some women too. I don't know who, could have been some women. We had a tiller the Hun fighting. Could have been women too. To go into war and battle and kill babies. I'm not going to harp on nothing else. I'm not going to harp on the women. The old women, the grannies, I'm not going to harp on that, that they went up to an elderly woman and stuck a damn sword in her uh, gut and watched the life drain out of her body as her gut spilled out all over his feet. I'm not going to bring that up to you. See, the graphicness of it is what you need to be trying to see like, what this, this is crazy. We got rules of war today that this so-called guy did not even observe. So what is the message 
that he is sending because if a prophet, and many of you don't know this, a prophet is sent as an example to you on how to live. Did you know that? I just thought I'd define prophet for you. A prophet is sent to you to show you how to live. But if the God himself, who we would all try to be like and mimic and mirror, who should be our ultimate source and guide on how to live, if the God himself don't have no respect for human life, how can you blame any of these brothers or people out here that's out here taking life, whether it be a baby or, or not? Are they not only just doing what they saw God do? It don't matter what the reason, because God don't have a good reason himself for sending man into war. Let me explain something to you. We, you have this war with Ukraine and uh, Russia. Do the people of Ukraine and do the people of Russia have beef with each other? No. Who has the beef? Putin and whatever the Ukrainian president name is. That's who got the beef. Why won't they fight? Until the winner goes to spoils. Why shed blood? Well, first of all, that's a cowardly way to do things. All right? Because if, if, if you got a beef with me and I got a beef with you, then we need to get it on. If we can't sit down and solve this amicably, then we need to get it on. Not me go grab my family and you go grab your family. That's whole shit. That's cowardly where I, where I come from. That's whole shit. That's coward shit. You see what I'm saying? I'm not afraid to apply that term to the God of the Bible. You got a problem with Canaanite? With the Canaan, Canaanites? Go see the Canaanites. Why, what you need us to get involved in that for? Do you not understand, Mr. God, that we are going to lose people as well? So why am I dying for you? Is really the ultimate question. That's what none of you answer. You never answer why is he using them to die for him? For what? For what reason? Who is he afraid of? He's supposed to be the creator of all. And yet, what is he doing? Who is he fighting? See, look, to, do you understand to fight means you must have a... a uh, a foe who can compete with you. Otherwise, there's no fight. There's a smashing. Like Putin thought he was going to smash Ukraine. It has turned into a fight. The same way God. You're the creator. Who the hell are we? He's the creator, people. Think about this, what I'm about to say. This is a bombshell. Please wrap your mind around what I'm about to say right now. This is supposedly the creator of all. That means all humans on the planet. Who the hell is he fighting against? Who? Who? Who could he possibly be fighting against? 
who could even put up a fight against him is I guess I, the way I should word it. Who could put up a fight against the creator of all things? Who? And it wasn't just one people. The Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the list goes on. Who are these people who are managing to fight against God? The Egyptians. They fought against God. How? First of all, the creator said he was the creator of all. He could do this. He could do that. You can move mountains. You don't raise up the water. You, he done did all of this stuff. And then when he gets to the Egyptians, what could he do then? This nigga couldn't do nothing but throw locusts and grasshoppers. Are you paying attention? If you don't think you're being deceived by somebody who claimed that they did let there be light and all of this other stuff. If you don't think you're being tricked, it's because you're not using your, and I don't even want to say God-given common sense, because God didn't even want you to have common sense in the beginning. It took Satan to tell Eve to eat from the tree of knowledge to wake up. That's not how the God wanted you. He wanted you even dumber than this. And when you want somebody dumb, it is meant so that you can control them. So that you don't hear a person like Ross sitting up here telling you that, listen people, this don't make no sense. And your pastors, they got a hundred million ways to explain this away from you because you jeopardizing their money. They don't, your pastor don't care if you get the truth. If they did, they would read that damn Bible from beginning to end. And they never do. They stay the hell out of the Old Testament except to pick over it like an old piece of chicken. They pick out verses that support the theology of the church. They're not interested with giving you the truth. That's why you come to join the church of knowledge. If you want to know the truth, I'm going to give you the truth and I'm going to tell you where it comes from. And I'm going to encourage you to go read it for yourself. Because before you can graduate to learn to escape the soul trap, you first got to know, you got to put all this other bullshit behind you. All these fairy tales, all this misinformation that's meant to deceive you. Because if you don't do that, when you die and you hit the afterlife and these beings are right there, many of you are going to go back to what you was taught as a child <laughs> and they're going to snatch your ass up and you're going to do, you're going to be right back here. If you don't believe you've been reincarnated thousands of times, if you're sitting here watching this program or listening to this on a podcast, you have been here thousands of times. This is not the best place to be, Earth, where you get cut, you bleed, where you can be born as a cow or a pig or some other animal, where you have to struggle in life. You think out of all the places in the universe that this is the ideal place to be? This is hell. 
And for people who recall all these past lives, you just have been reliving hell, reliving hell. These people who tell you you're supposed to reincarnate so that you can learn, what they're not telling you is how the hell you're going to learn when every time you do reincarnate as a baby, they have already wiped your memory clean. You don't remember nothing from the past. So how you gonna how you gonna grow? You can't. So what are you stuck in? The shit they give you on the movies. Because they, they give it to you in movies to play with your emotions, to show you how stupid you are. You stuck in Groundhog Day. Where you doing this over and over and over again. And each time you do it, in this life, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to, man, this time I'm going to do this. Boom, memory wiped. The Soul Trap session helps you stop the memory wipe. Helps you get away from the aliens who come in to take you. But we'll talk about that later. All right? Right now, the goal is to clear up the, the, mystic the mysticism, that's what you should call it, of the Bible. And I know it's difficult. It was difficult for me. When I was 23, when I went to college and I met a professor and I took his uh, religious course and he said, you know what, we're going to read the book of Job, but we're not going to read it as a religious text. We're going to read it as a historical text instead. Him, him explaining that, to take away the mysticism, to, to put your religious feelings to the side and to read this book exactly as it's written and for us to sit down and discuss it changed my life because unlike you whenever I pick up these religious documents I don't really read them religiously I read them objectively to get to what they're really saying because they didn't write them religiously that's you doing that Nobody writes anything religiously except the altered versions of the Bible that come from your King James and your Nicaea Council. Those were written specifically with a religious spin on it to direct you and steer you into a theology that the church wants you to believe in. Many of you don't know this. This is what I really don't understand though. What I don't understand is, <laughs> you know mainstream is against you. You need some proof of that? Let me give you some proof of it if you don't know. Mainstream is poisoning your food with GMOs. They're putting atrazine and, and fluoride and a whole host of other things into your drinking water. Spraying you with chemtrails that have chemicals in it. We're not even going to talk about this thing you just got into your arm. I'm going to do a show on that real soon. Now, poisoning your air, your food supply, and your water supply. And you still trust these people to tell you the truth about religion? You're not woke then. You're still asleep. You plugged into the matrix. 
you plugged into the matrix. You are the problem. <laughs> You're not the solution. You're the problem. You defend the system. I don't defend the system. I'm trying to wake you up from the system. The system just don't include politics and history and, and all it is. It also includes religion. Isn't that not a system? Do you know what a religion is? An organized system of beliefs. Must I just define everything? If you have an organized system of beliefs, who the hell organized it? Did it go through checks and balances? Did you get a say in it? No, you did not. So who did it? The church. What you fail to realize is that the church is still more powerful than governments. When a president is elected, does he not go see the Pope? What you think? He just going there to say hi? You don't think the Pope telling this man, you know, you, you know, you got to fall in line and follow suit, right? Because if you don't, JFK or Abraham Lincoln, whatever. You need to wake up. You need to wake up. Get him back to your God in the Bible. As I said, this dude is using human beings to fight other people, other gods. He's telling you. I just read in a verse where, where, when, as a reason, he told Joshua to kill the Canaanites and so that, um, the practices that they did with their God don't rub off on him. He acknowledges that there are other gods. Does he not tell you this in the first commandment? Thou shalt have no other God before me because the Lord your God is a jealous God. And then you will let your preacher, your pastor come behind you and say, well, he didn't really mean God. He meant stuff like your car and your money. You know what I say to people like that? Who the hell are you to correct what the God said? He don't need you. Who, who is you, the hype man? You flavor flag? See, if you as a parent tell your child something and it don't matter who, the teacher or somebody else said, well, what she really meant is, you're going to check them. No. What I really meant was what I said. How does God need your preacher who has lived now 2,000 or something, whatever many years later, to define what he says? Did he not put it in plain English? This is how your preachers, this is how your pastors are misleading you. My daughter's mother is a pastor. We're not together or nothing. But she don't want to talk to me about this stuff. <laughs> no. Matter of fact, when I first got out the pokey, I was Muslim. I had been Muslim for 10 years. I, I grew up Christian. Was Christian for a long time. Read the Bible five times. These questions that I'm putting to you, why God did this, why? Nobody could answer them. Started seeing suspect, seeming suspect to me. So I said, okay, time to hit the books. I looked at the other religions. I read the Quran. 
from front to back. But I read it looking for spirituality. This is where you get misled. So when I read the Quran looking for spirituality, I found it. First few chapters. The fear of God was in me because that's what he does. He wants you to fear him. I remember getting on my knees in my cell. Afraid. As I read this book. After I finished reading. And in Islam during Ramadan, you're supposed to read the Quran. And I would, but I would finish it. I had nothing, nothing else to do. I read the Quran 10 times, front to back. But one thing about Islam that I credit, which is why I didn't stay, is because Islam encourages knowledge, studying. So I continue to do knowledge. I continue to study. Not why am I going to read the Quran and keep reading this over and over? I don't read it ten times. So I started reading other books, other ancient texts. It finally dawned on me that to get to the truth of a matter, you need to go to the beginning. Ain't that what you do when you come home and you got three kids and the house is tore up? What happened here? They all giving you different stories. What's the next thing you say? Oh, let's start from the beginning. Isn't that what they do in the court of law? Let's start from the beginning. Why do people say let's start from the beginning? Because the beginning is where the truth is. So all these people, my comedic brothers who want to start in Egypt, the rest of you people who want to start at 2000 uh, AD and all this dumb shit, you're not starting at the beginning. And then you find that you know the truth. And I always shoot it back to you. Well, what the hell happened before that, right? I finally figured out that to get to the bottom of this whole spirituality thing, to find the truth, I need to find the most oldest documents on the planet and I need to read them. I need to get to the beginning. What documents are those? The Sumerian text, the oldest on the planet. Then I learned about a whole entirely different story, if you want to call it. But it's no story. 7,000 year old man didn't just decide to sit down and, and, and impress, you know, these, these stories onto clay tablets numbering over 40, 50,000 of them. Who got time to do that? And it all, and it's all a myth according to mainstream. It's mythology. They didn't have nothing else to do. Nothing better to do than just sit around and, you know, make up these stories. The stories are so elaborate. Who, who, who had the wherewithal the mental wherewithal 7,000 years ago, you make that up. 
Because we can clearly see in the Bible, just 2,000 years ago, Ezekiel called the UFO a chariot of fire. And they don't say nothing about chariots of fire in the Sumerian text. Those texts read like a book today. Modern terminology, everything. So who, who wrote them? So when people get to arguing with me about, you don't know what you're talking about. I know shit that you don't. So I, I you know, it's really kind of useless. I have to catch myself after a while. I went off on a few people, blocked a few people, but I have to catch myself after a while because the whole point here is you don't know everything I know. So I'm basically arguing with, I hate to say it, a fool, an idiot. You know what I'm saying? You can't argue a point with somebody who does not know the full facts. This whole picture behind me, raw conspiracy. If you can only see the R and the and this and the uh, con, you might think archon. When I'm trying to tell you something else, but you can only see a piece of the picture. One thing I promote on this page is for you to research. I don't know if other pages do, but I but in practically everything I'm 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 just blasting it in your head to research. Read. And if you don't want to read, you're sitting up here following me. Many of you agree with what I say. Then get the damn soul trap session. Join the church of knowledge because you at least know well this dude, I, I believe what he's doing, I believe what he's saying makes sense. And he gives sources. He's not just telling me, look, just trust my word. I don't say that. I tell you where I got this stuff from. You can go read it yourself. You praying to a God in the Bible that's not a God. There were other gods there. He tells you this. I'm going by his words. I'm not going to do like your preacher and tell you that he meant something else. I can't, I can't speak for him. He spoke what he spoke. He said what he said. All I do is go by what people do though. See, I don't care what the guy said out of his mouth. See, you do. But see, I'm not paying attention to what he said. I pay attention to what he do. I was taught that as a kid. Damn what somebody say. Just watch what they do. This applies to everything, everybody. God, people, it don't matter. Every single person it applies to. Because you got your God in the Ten Commandments telling you, thou shalt not murder. Well, that's all you did. You don't kill thousands of people, innocent people, babies, women. You didn't have to kill them. They weren't no threat. And you're supposed to be the God. You can't control them. The only way you can control somebody is to murder them. That's what you're saying? Because that's, that's, that's what I got from it. But the main thing I got from it is you could not have created life itself because you're so quick to take it. 
And we know just by watching women, babies who have children, no matter what that child does, that child, you don't think uh, 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 these serial killers, you don't think that they mama still love them? You think the mama said, kill her? She may not have agreed with what they did, but that's still her child. And any mother will tell you that. I'm going to love my baby regardless. Some of these mothers turn their kids in, but that don't mean that she still don't love them. She tell you, I turned you in because I do love you. See, this is the falsehood. If the creator was anything, it would be a woman. It would not be a man. That's that's number one right there. That's the male chauvinistic thing that came out of the Niacine Council in the King James Version. How could the, the creator of life be male if it was a gender at all? It would have to be female. One thing that you don't know, and here I will again share sources with you. Google this. Early women, Neanderthal women, and probably before that, I read an article where women reproduce asexually without having sex with a man, if you don't know what that means. Google it. Now, women, thousands of years ago, reproduce asexually without men. Man, what did that tell you? See, I'm talking about before the Sumerian texts were written because in the Sumerian text, it states how the, the God, you know, once he created us, he encouraged us to be fruitful and multiply. Now, look at where the world is today facing overpopulation. If this was truly a God, why would he say be fruitful and multiply and not at some point turn that around knowing that overpopulation would one day be a problem did he not send Jesus 2000 years ago could not Jesus have said limit your children to two had he just said that so it would be would we be in a state of overpopulation today no again you have a God who does not cannot see into the future even though he's creating the path that it will be on you have to think about every single thing. I understand you're reading the Bible spiritually. You need to cut it out. Cut it out. Read it objectively. Read it historically. Read it as archaeological evidence. But do not read it looking to be saved. Because that's what you're doing. And when you do that, you overlook the obvious. Which is everything I done said for the past hour you're overlooking the obvious and I'm bringing the obvious to your face alright a true creator does not have to resort to war to do anything man did not create war God created war so, because he is the institutor of wars, why do people think he does not condone what's going on in Ukraine and Russia? 
or any war that there has been. He is a warmonger. See, go by what he does, not what he says. He said on murder, you the main one murdering. That's hypocrisy. He's a hypocrite. I remember my mom telling me, do as I say, don't do as I do. That was her, you know, her hypocrisy. Do what I tell you to do. Don't do. I, I can tell you to do the best, but I can't. I'm not capable of even following what I'm telling you to do. So just do what I say. Don't do what I do. As one of her kids, I was smart enough to understand what that meant. And I did not do what she did. She was specifically talking about smoking weed because she smoked weed in my presence. And she, when she would roll up and stuff, she would be like, don't smoke this. Don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do what I do. Just do what I say. Don't never touch this stuff. And I didn't. But it's still hypocrisy because if you're trying to be a parent is an example. And this is not a good example if you're telling me not to do it. So I never did it. And if the God himself is not an example to mankind, I don't know who the hell he is. So everything he did is what people do today. He lied to you. He told, he told Adam and Eve, if you eat from the tree of knowledge or the tree of life, you shall surely die. Now your pastor going to come behind you and say, well, he meant spiritual. Listen, anytime somebody come up to you and tell, try to tell you what God meant, slap the shit out of them. Slap the taste out of their damn mouth. Because you can't speak for God. No more than I can speak for you. You see what I'm saying? Nobody speaks for nobody. A true pastor's job is to get up there and read those books. The true books. If somebody got a question, answer the question. But in no way, shape, or form should your pastor be telling you what God meant. Because he, he don't have the ability, the wherewithal, he don't got the knowledge, he don't got nothing to speak for the God. Whether he a fake God or not. Because don't nobody have the authority, ability, or whatever to speak for another person. We can only go by what that person themselves says. Raw report, they're cutting us off at an hour. I still don't know why, but I'm going to restart this uh, live with you. So it may take about a couple of minutes for the live to save, and then I will restart it so you guys can rejoin us. Okay, so as I was saying, nobody has the authority to speak for the God. It's the same way with um, let me get these guys started real quick. All right. <clears throat> It's the same way with Jesus. Jesus came and he said, X, Y, Z. 
Nobody has the the authority or the right to to change what he said. This is done often in the Bible. This is done often in the Bible. In in the Bible, <clears throat> just so in case you don't know, the God of the Torah, which is Judaism, the Jewish people, is the same God of the gospel. The Bible is the same God called Allah of the Quran. These are, this is one, the same individual. The same. He's not different. He is the same. All right. Now, every time a prophet is to come, you know, with this God of the Bible thing. Every time he sends you a prophet, the prophet will be foretold to come, usually by name. All right. Uh, but here's where the, the confusion comes in. Again, this God of the Bible just isn't that really smart. All right. Because here's where the confusion comes in. One, is different time periods involved. Two, they come from different areas. And three, they speak different languages. Okay? So this is where all the confusion comes in and why the three books, why the three, why the three religions have not joined into one. All right? It's because of that confusion. Now, if I know that, why don't this God know that? There's plenty of ways that I can just show you how this dude is not a creator. We can do this for hours. All right. The prophet Muhammad is mentioned in the Old Testament for you Christians. See, some people, you don't seek the truth. You seek a title. Christians seek to be Christian. You're not seeking the truth about your religion. Because if you were, then I'll tell you something. In the song of Solomon, the prophet Muhammad's name is mentioned. Only it's been changed to a lovely one. Again, this is why research is always needed. Because words have been changed. And if you don't believe that the Prophet Muhammad's name is in the Bible, go on YouTube and Google it or YouTube it. Prophet, Prophet Muhammad's name in the Bible and you will see. The rabbis themselves will speak his name when given the verse. They will not say, oh, lovely one. They're going to say Muhammad Dean. And Dean is a form of respect like Mr. But they're going to mention his name, Muhammad. Muhammadin. Muhammad, they're going to say it over and over again. They know. The Jews know. Many of the Jews converted to Islam when, when they found this out. They know. It's the Christian who don't know. You are the most misled people even when it comes to your own religion. Because you don't read. The funny thing is, <laughs> the, the church left this stuff in there. That's what's funny. 
whether they left it in there to, to, to mock you or to, you know, see if you would find the truth, it's, it's crazy. But today they understand that the indoctrination is complete. That's why they do so much stuff right now out in the open. That's why they built Vatican Hall in the shape of a serpent. They're not trying to hide it no more because they know most of y'all is dumb. I'm just being real with you. They don't try to hide it no more. You got the Vatican. This dude, I just posted a video. This dude disappears in the window. Nobody thought two, think, two shakes about it. Comes out, does his usual way, turns around, does not walk off. Just instantly disappears on that was a live TV shot. That was live TV people. And you people just think of all the Catholics watching it, because you know they kiss his ass. And they, they didn't think nothing of it. But somebody gratefully recorded it. You know, it made its way around uh social media. But you you don't it, it, it don't don't even didn't do nothing for you. I mean, they put the truth out there in front of your faces and all you do is overlook it time and time and time again. There's no waking you up. You are the matrix. You are that. You are the very persons that people like me are talking about, are fighting against. You are protecting it. You're protecting it. You don't want to, you don't want to know the truth. It scares you. You're afraid of it. Just admit it. You're afraid of it. You don't want the truth. That's too much. You are afraid of this. This is really crazy to me. Shall we dig deeper into your God? Let's go. Let's go. And I, I'm just doing this off memory because I done did it so many times. Let's start in the very beginning. Genesis chapter 1 verse 6. God tells you he puts a, he separated the waters from the waters and put a dome in between. Some of your Bibles, if it's old King James, will say firmament. Just look at what firmament is defined as. A dome. A structure. So there's a structure between the waters. And he brought the land up within the structure. If you go on to read down to verse 14, he tells you that he puts the sun, moon, and sky, the sun, moon, and stars inside the dome. So when you look up, you're not looking at outer space, people. You're looking at stars, moon, and sun in the dome. That's why your sun seems so close. That's why your sun seems so hot. That's why you see pilots showing you videos of them in their planes rising above the clouds when the sun is rising and the sun comes, the sun comes up in between the clouds. If this was the true sun, and I'm sure there is one, but if this was the true sun, clouds would not be able to survive around the sun because the sun is so hot and clouds are made of what people condensation and what is condensation people 
water. And can water stand around something that's supposed to be billions of fucking degrees hot? No, the fuck, it wouldn't stay there a second. But you so blind, they just put shit in your face. You can't even figure out basic science. They got you... They got you blind to what basic science is. This is basic science. You know what the Sumerian text state, and this is, this is why you need to go find the oldest books on the planet and read them because this is where the truth lies. So as I was a Muslim, and I began to read the Sumerian text. My brain was just fried reading this stuff. I couldn't put it down. Went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then, you know, anytime you get a, 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 a information overload or a knowledge overload that wipes away what you believed, you don't sleep for a while. Because the world is not what you thought it was. And I think that's what a lot of you are afraid of. You're afraid to wake up. Because you're, I think more so you're afraid of the responsibility that come with it. I felt the responsibility to start telling people. But anyway... Those texts state that aliens came here from another planet searching for gold. Right? Their search for gold brought them here to this planet. The name of this planet is not Earth. What does Earth mean then? Dirt. And in a minute you're going to understand why Earth means dirt. And you're going to understand why Earth was named Earth for dirt because within those texts the Sumerian text it states that another planet struck this planet millions of years ago and left great damage that you can see from far away out in space so now you understand that when you google is there real pictures of or video of Earth? The answer is no. It's all CGI. That means computer generated images. But I will tell you this. Because our government, they like to do stuff like this to you. Put the truth in your face because they, they, they really have no respect for you. They really don't. None zero zilch. They think you're cattle. I think you're sheep, but they think you're cattle, which is work. Marble. Right? If you Google the picture blue marble, you will find that this is a picture showing you half of the earth. <laughs> Why are they showing you half of the earth? Because they blacked out other half. They tell you, oh, the moon did it. <laughs> the moon did not do it. What they did was show you half of Earth 
uh, and blacked out the other side that shows the catastrophe of what's remaining of Earth. So this is where you get into flat Earth. All right. People, you know, in the, in the medieval times, you might say or whatever. The reason they they knew the earth was flat back then was for one, because it was written in, in their Bibles. The Bibles they had then and the Bibles you have now are two different things. All right. Your Bible is mixed with truth and falsehood. Designed to direct you in a way to, uh, you know, go to the church. But the Bibles back then, they were loose books. They were not all in one book. They were loose books. All right, so these texts, these loose texts, there were many of them. You only got a, a sample in your Bible. Do you not know that there are 82 Gospels? You only got four. The four Gospels you got are fake. They were written by people who lived 100 years after Jesus. These are not the original disciples, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. <laughs> but you wouldn't know that if you didn't do no research. All right, but I'll post that up for you. I posted it before. I'll post it up again right after this Matrix video. I'll do that. All right. Did you know Judas Iscariot has a gospel? Yes. It's kind of tied in with the Talmud of Emmanuel which you can read for free on my website, therawreport.com. And I've been telling you to read it. How many of y'all have actually read it? None, zero, zilch. A few people, that's it. This is an ancient text filed 2,000 years ago. Why? And it was found in the tomb of uh, Joseph of Arrhythmia, who uh, was the guy who took Jesus' body down after the crucifixion. It was found in his tomb, of all people. Where Jesus spent three days in that tomb. That Talmud explains that Judas... ...moved to me. You got a guy sitting up here. You done left everything to be with him. Whatever Judas was, he left it. They all did. They gave up their lives and they followed Jesus. Why would you do all of that to betray him in the end? Your pastor sitting up here lying to you talking about it, it was it was ordained. It was the will of, the, of God that this happened. In the Talmud, Jesus explains that it was not Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. It was a guy named Judah Iheriot who was the son of Simon, a Pharisee. And the 30 pieces of silver was the last installment of 600 pieces of silver, if I'm not mistaken, but a large quantity of silver. That makes sense. All right. And then it says after he did it and he saw how they treated Jesus afterwards, he regretted it. And he took his life. The real Judas Iscariot never took his life. Because after Jesus was, uh, after the three days when he came out of this death-like state, because he said he was not dead. He was in a death-like state. 
but he had already told the disciples what uh, herbs and stuff to go get so that they could bring him out of this quote unquote, you know, comatose state that he was in. Sounds a lot, a lot, you know, now that we know more about modern medicine, it's just all of this stuff that they saying back then and what you know now sounds more feasible than the, the fallacy of what they, they tell, oh, and they stuck his side and he didn't move. And, uh, man, uh, uh, I believe a coma patient, if you stab him with a damn sword, is going to move. You know what I'm saying? But all that we know now. But anyway, this is what Jesus is stating in, the, in this text. Then they went to India. Now, if you do some research on Jesus' influence in India, you will find that Jesus was in India. For a long time. And in this Talmud, uh, Judas explains that, you know, that's where Jesus said we're going to India. And Judas followed him. Judas was Jesus' scribe. And I've said this before, but maybe you never heard it before. But every prophet has a scribe that writes down what they do or say. All right. That's how, that's how we get these books. That's how we know what, you know, who wrote down what Moses said. Aaron. All right. All of them have a scribe that write down what they say. Who wrote down what the prophet Muhammad said? Because prophet Muhammad couldn't read or write. That's why they got what's called hadith in uh, Islam. And each hadith has its own uh, author. And they tell you who they are and what they are. It's a very particular thing because what they're telling you they're doing is they're authenticating the words of the prophet. And the prophet is, gets these words from the God. All right. Okay, so, but anyway, <clears throat> I forgot where I was, but I'm just going to start here. The Sumerian texts state that aliens from another planet came here and set this whole thing up. Now, isn't it ironic that in the Talmud of Emmanuel, Jesus himself states these. Now, the, the Sumerian text is 6,500, 7,000 years old. The Talmud of Emmanuel is 2,000 years old. Isn't it ironic? And it's not. It's just, this is a connection. We're connecting the dots. That in the Talmud of Emmanuel, Jesus explains that the God of this world, him and, and 300 of them like him, came to earth from another planet deep in the universe where they escaped bondage. Meaning they were prisoners somewhere else and they came here and set up shop. This is Jesus saying this out of his own mouth in the Talmud of Emmanuel, a 2,000 year old document. And that's exactly what the Sumerian texts say, a 7,000 year old document. This is not a coincidence, people. I tell you all the time, there's no such thing as coincidences. All right. There's a reason the Talmud was excluded. There's a reason they bombed a, a Palestinian camp uh, and destroyed the rest. Of, we only got 36 chapters of the Talmud. The rest was destroyed. 
the interpreter was killed and assassinated him and his family. Do you know that, and I haven't made a post of this yet, do you know that the CIA just uh, declassified a book written by a man named Chan Thomas called The Adam and Eve Story, which says this very same thing in it. Why would the CIA classify that for 50 years so you can't get your hands on it? Did they know that when they would release it 50 years later that they would have a better control on the media to keep stuff like this away from you? They do. All this stuff out here that you don't know nothing about, the, the Nag Hammadi text, the Gnostic text, all this stuff you have not read, looked into, skimmed over. And so many people think your Christianity is right. Ain't never picked up a Quran. The Quran ain't right either. Don't let me not get it twisted. All right, it's the same God putting down the same program putting you in a state of fear so that you serve him out of fear. No one is serving out of love. You you got you love Jesus, but you don't love the God because you know the God will kill you. Jesus, you say Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me. This I know because the Bible tells me so. I know all the little nursery rhymes. Nursery rhymes are meant to train you and program you. Did you know that? This is why Prince and Kanye tell you, you know, the music, you know, has hidden stuff in it. TV, hidden stuff in it. It's all meant to control you. You are, you're, you're being, you're under control and don't know it. We look at the bombs in the street because they buck the system. We look down on them with disdain. Look at that bomb. Why don't you go get a job? What you're really saying is, why don't you get into the matrix? Because this person has chosen to say, fuck the matrix. They don't go to work. They don't care about how they look. None of that. That's bucking the system. Whether they're doing it because they're mentally ill or they're not mentally ill makes no difference because they're not a part of the matrix. You are. You are. And I'm trying to help you see that. I'm trying to help you see that. When you, when, you know, if, if, if none of us were taught religion from a baby by our loved ones, you know, because we expect our loved ones to, you know, to, to help us, to teach us, to, to you know, we expect that they know that the information they are giving us is correct. Like, please don't have me a plate of uh, food and you know it's, you know, it's got salmonella poison. My mama gave me this food. I trust it. I'm going to eat it. But this is not the case in, when it comes to religion. Did your moms read anything beside the Bible? If they read the Bible at all. No, they didn't. And where does this, how far back does this go? For black people, I always bring you up because you're the easiest one to, to just slap upside the head. 
It's very easy because where does it, where does this all go back to for you? Slavery times. The moment you got off of that boat, you stood on that pedestal naked. Many of you were marks on your back from being beaten. And the white people looked at you. I'll take that nigga. How much for the nigga? Brought you home to they, they plantation. Showed you your quarters. Had some other nigga tell you what to do. This was the beginning of you going into the matrix. That nigga that told you, look, this is what you do. Come on over here. Don't do that. I said, I don't like that. This was you getting into the matrix then for black people. Okay? And when you did something wrong, like Toby from the movie, you decided you want to run. What the nigga said, don't do that. Master get you, don't run. Toby was trying to get away from the matrix. But for religiously speaking, when Master Tom caught you either praying or speaking your language or wearing some type of shit from your culture, he whipped your ass and he gave you a Bible. And for the niggas on the plantation that he did a lot of read, they read you this Bible. And this was all you had and you had to accept it. King James name had already been put on it. So it was already officially stamped and approved. So all my black people who sit up here and you pray to this God in the Bible and you accept this religion, you may as well go kiss every white person you see on the cheek and say thank you because I was a lost dumb nigga until your ancestor whipped my motherfucking ass, raped me and fucked my husband up his butt and made us accept this. Thank you so much. That go for every black Christian, God-believing nigga that's watching this or listening to this broadcast. That is your fucking history. And it's one you can't deny. So when you go look in the mirror tonight or whenever you get off, see the Uncle Tom in you. See the Uncle Tom in you. Because that's what the fuck you are. A fucking Uncle Tom. That go for anybody, Martin Luther King, whoever, Malcolm X, all of them. But I have to say at least one thing for Malcolm and the Nation of Islam. They did not accept this. That's why they branched off. But they were misled as well. And I don't want to get into that. That's a whole other topic. All right. The CIA all up in the Nation of Islam's beginnings and all that. They did that for a reason. All right, I'm going to give you this little tidbit. The CIA was involved in the formation of the Nation of Islam for a reason. See, what you don't know, John Adams, yeah, President John Adams, he had a Quran in his presidential library. Back then, Qurans were only written in Arabic. So did he know Arabic? These niggas were smart. They was very smart. But I tell you what, by them, your founding fathers saying, keep religion out of this newly formed country. That's what they said. This ain't no Christian country you in. Your founding fathers, 
abhorred Christianity. They that this was the main one, not the not Islam. They specifically mentioned in their private letters to keep Christianity out of the new land. Period. That it was dangerous. Y'all don't know history. Because you don't read, you don't do this stuff. I do this daily. This is my job. That's why I charge for my knowledge. Because it's my time, it's my money, it's my energy. While everybody else, if you get to fucking sit up and do what you want to do, you want to smoke weed, get high, dance, drink, play video fucking games all day, that's fine. But ain't nobody coming up to you asking you for shit either. But don't come up to me and ask me for my knowledge that I spent 25 years or almost 30 years. Now I'm 54 years old. I've been doing this since I was 22. And motherfucker want to come up. Why is it? Why are you charging? I charge because when you go to a doctor, don't they charge your ass for knowledge? When you go get your car fixed, isn't it the knowledge you paying for? That's what you paying for. Knowledge ain't never been free. And the type of knowledge people coming, you, what you coming to get from me will change your fucking life. And will save your soul for real. If that shit they was teaching, teaching you in, in church really saved lives, they, it would be a fee. It would be a, a, a door fee. They would make sure they got their money off the rip. But they know they ain't telling you shit. They reading this shit up out of a book that you can read for yourself, which is the, 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 the I don't understand. You can read the book for yourself. Why you got to go to church? You don't understand English? You don't understand English. This shit is crazy. The state of affairs that the world is in is crazy. There's nobody using their common sense. I feel like I'm the only one using common sense. I read something, I look at something, I just apply common sense to it. These motherfuckers said it was a pandemic and I need to do this. That's what you say. But the common sense behind it didn't make sense. This is a cold. This ain't Ebola. This is a cold. And my defenses have fought off colds many a time. I'll sit this one out right. Again, it was by design. The same thing, everything they do is by design. It's by design. You are allowing yourselves to be controlled because you don't use your brain. You don't think. And there's a part of you that just wants to fit in. That's a problem. I don't care who like me. I don't care about followers. I delete more people. Trust me, I block more people that than, than follow me. I really do. When I post that shit on my page and I say purge is coming, a lot of people think that got something to do with something else, spiritual or something. No, it's me. I'm going to block half of you. That's what I mean by it. Knowledge is not for everybody. Some people don't know what to do with knowledge. And you see that clearly by me just posting post the post of the dude saying, you know, your God in the Bible did these evil acts. And everybody went nuts. 
They're going to go nuts some more because I'm going to post some more. But this is why I, I can't be, I don't allow myself to be friendly. You know, I understand some people don't try to, you know, talk to me. I can't talk to you. <laughs> you are the matrix. You'll be the one to put a bullet in my head to protect it. You see what I'm saying? I will never commit suicide, so the CIA ain't gonna come that way. They may come come another way. You know, I just open the door and somebody blasts me, take my wallet, make it look like a robbery. They got plenty of ways. Heart attack gun, you know, shoot me from two miles away. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid of that. See, when you get the soul trap session, you understand that death ain't, death lasts, you know, you dying, that don't last. That afterlife, that's what lasts. That's what lasts. I'm not afraid to go to the afterlife. I'm preparing for it. In the Talmud of Emmanuel, Jesus tells you, this is why you're here on earth. To gain knowledge so that in the afterlife, you can go back to the source creator. But if you don't gain no knowledge, you're not going to be able to go. He's point blank, bluntly telling you that. What's the only thing you can take with you in death from life? You can't take no money, these glasses. You can't take none of that stuff. The only thing you can take is your memories. And if all you did all your life is fill your memories with how to fuck, suck, blunts, you know, dance, got no every Beyonce song in the world. You know what I'm saying? Pants sagging, how to rob a nigga. If this is all you done accumulated, when you meet them people that's waiting on your ass, you're going to be searching your memories like, damn, that's what you're going to be like. And they're going to just take you right into the soul trap. It's, it's done. Do it again. Do it again. But like I be trying to tell people like this. If you die today, you don't know shit. You reincarnated tomorrow. You starting out again as a baby. You don't know nothing. You're not guaranteed to pick up knowledge in your life, person. Do you understand that? Your boy Raw ain't going to be in your life. Your mama and them, look at the state of mamas and daddies today. They ain't together. All right. What life you going to lead? And that's even if you come back human. I done posted these videos. People send me videos. Dogs and cats. These dogs is talking now. Understanding language. If you don't think they got a human soul in them. Dogs ain't evolving. They cloning them. So dogs ain't evolving. Some of these dogs are human. You can see it in some of the pictures. In some of the pictures. Do you ever just, you know, if you go on TikTok, they love to promote these dogs. Look at some of the pictures of these dogs. Look at their face. Look at the expressions on their faces. It's so much that you don't know. Not to toot my own horn, but this is just what I do. And there's so much that I do know. Because this is all I do. I don't do nothing else. I'm single. I don't, I, my time is fully mine. 
this is my job 100% of the time. Every day I'm looking for something to try to wake you up. And then I'm preparing throughout the week for the church of knowledge. I used to do the soul trap sessions in person. Took too much time away. That's why I had to pre-record it. I need more time to devote to, to, you know, live things, to trying to help people wake up. I'm not, look, I'm not trying to get rich. I'm not forbidden knowledge. He driving the Rolls Royces and stuff. That, that'll never be me. I don't get that support. I'm, I'm too on the fringe. See, some of these people understand that if they play along, they'll get the money. You see what I'm saying? I'm sincerely trying to wake you up. It ain't nothing I done said during this program that I ain't proved. Not one damn thing. Not one thing. That you can't, that I didn't tell you where you can go look this up for yourself. And yet I done made more sense in this little hour and a half than you, you have if you don't went to church every day of your damn life. Now why is that? And yet many of you won't join the church of knowledge. It's $20. But hell, it's $5 a week. You got to pay some type of tithe to the to the people that's giving you, uh, you know, the knowledge. You got to support them. Or they can't do it. I had a, a, a young kid come up to me. A young kid. And, you know, like, man, I want to learn. I hear you talking and it make a lot of sense. You know, I want to learn. This is a young kid, man. And I look at you adults, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? This this kid, like, man, you know, I'm going to support you raw because, uh, you know, I want to learn. He like, uh, I just deliver pizzas. He like, it's not full-time. I'm in, I'm in school, but, you know, I want to learn. And I'm looking at and I'm and I just told him, man, I'm like, I'm not no G, I'm not Jesus. But some of the stuff that I be seeing, I be like, man, you're gonna be blessed for that. You're gonna be blessed for that because you starting your journey at a very young age. Same as I did. But the only difference is I had to get out here and find mine. If I knew a raw report back then when I was twenty-two, oof, just imagine what I would know today. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand people who see knowledge, have knowledge available to them, and don't have a sense, the, the God-given sense to say, let me get this knowledge, save me some time and some money. It don't mean you believe everything I say. You might not. But I swear to God, if I would have had a me back then that I could have paid some money to get some knowledge to, I would be so far off. So far advanced than where I'm at today. And where I'm at today is so far away from many of y'all that you don't even understand half the stuff I do. And I have to do these lives and break it down to you in, in layman's term because I'm just shooting past you so much because I forget at times you haven't read everything that I've read. So this stuff may be foreign to you. So I have to do lives to break stuff down so that you can understand but this is a 16-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? With a thirst for knowledge. And in the Talmud of Emmanuel, Jesus talks about people with that thirst for knowledge, how they will be taken care of. In the in the in the 
Talmud of Emmanuel, just to let you know. Jesus makes the distinction between the creator of your soul is at the top and nothing can touch it. Nothing is a part of it. There is nothing, zero. He is the creator, the source of all living things. All right. Then there's the God below him. This is what Jesus says. The God, God, this God in your Bible, God is below the creator. He is neither a part of the creator. He has nothing to do with the creator. In a, in a sense, it's blasphemy to mention anything with the creator of your soul. This God of your Bible is down here. Now, this is where it gets tricky at. Because Jesus tells you this God came from outer space, basically. And he didn't come alone. It was 300 of them. He tells you this. This is why you're fighting. This is why you see the wars. God going against the Hitler. Because the other gods, quote unquote, and I use that term loosely. They were not gods. They just advanced aliens who came to a planet where dumb people was that never seen technology. And they said, that we could be gods here. Let's take over. It's that simple, people. It's not rocket science. It's that simple. That's what happened. That's what happened. The fact that you, the modern day homo sapien, can even have this type of conversation is because they altered your DNA to make you slaves. They tried to enslave the Neanderthals and the Cro-Magnum. They didn't, Neanderthals and Cro-Magnum, according to them, didn't have the, com get, didn't have the sense to do what they wanted them to do. They would do it, but then they would wander off somewhere because they just didn't have a brain. That's why your DNA been changed. Science tells you that. And like I tell you, if you think God wanted you to be all you could be, why is you can only use 10% of your brain power? You don't think about stuff like this. See, you don't relate science to your religion. You don't relate history and, and archaeology to your religion. All of this stuff, I take into account all of this stuff. When you get the soul trap session, I'm proving this shit across the board, fam. Boom, boom, boom. How do I know the Sumerian text is real? Because inside those texts, they said they came here 200,000 years ago looking for gold. They first landed in Mesopotamia, which is modern day Iraq. But that's not where the gold was. That was just the best place to land. You got to remember this world was struck by another planet. So that makes sense that they would find the best place to land. That's why he made earth, meaning separate the waters from the water, you know, put a dome on top, this, that, and the other. This is a base you live in. They set up a damn base. You, we do not inhabit the full earth. Yes, the earth is round with a chunk missing out of it. But you don't inhabit the, the rest of the earth. You only inhabit inside the base that they set up. This is where flat earth comes from because the, the part you inhabit is straight flat. It's an ice ring around this whole motherfucker. You think the United Nations adopted a flat earth motto as their logo just for the hell of it? No. 
if you don't believe any of this stuff, if you know a pilot, get him in a private room and tell him you're not recording anything and talk to him and he will tell you. The flight patterns is what give it away. The quickest way to fly, the quickest way to get from California to Asia is to fly over the Pacific Ocean. But you can't. You have to fly from California to New York and fly over the Atlantic Ocean. A 24-hour flight. Whereas if you just went over the Pacific, it would only take you, what, three or four hours. But you can't do that. Why? Because you don't live on a ball. You live on a flat earth. So <laughs> the Pacific Ocean does not ride around to Asia as it does on your globe. See, on a flat earth, huh, it's a Pacific Ocean over there, but that's it. Asia is way over here. Do you get it now? Do you understand? Everything they've told you is a lie. So if they would lie about stuff that you could obviously now just go check out on your own, do you really think they're telling you the truth about religion? Because if the God could really save you, then he would save you from these motherfuckers. Would he not? <laughs> but is anybody being saved? We know he don't like kids. Look at Africa. Apparently, you don't like black people. Who's being dominated throughout the world? People of color. It's just facts. I'm going to state the facts. If it hurts you, I'm sorry. But these are facts. The Talmud of Emmanuel, Jesus says, and this is for the white people. He goes on to include black people. But when it starts out, he makes it known. I'm talking to you. See, what people don't understand is we all did not originate from Earth. Black and white and Asian and, and uh, the rest of these. Everybody didn't just spring from Africa like they're trying to tell you. You see what I'm saying? When they say spring from Africa, yeah, you sprang from Africa, but you already had your own races. White people didn't come from black people. Two black people cannot create a white person, period. So you did not come from black people. You came, as Jesus said, from someplace else. We know this. Nibiru, Planet X. All right. If this is written in the Sumerian text, this is also written in um, the Talmud. I'm still reading the the, the Pistol, Sophia, the, the Nag Hammadi. Just got turned on to some other stuff. It's it's so much to 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 read. No, I'm not racist or nothing like that. My grandmother was full Hungarian, so I'm not racist. All right. My daughter's mom was Mexican, Latina. I've been married a couple of times. One of those women was white. I'm not racist at all. What I am is pro-humanitarian. 
because what I when I do look around and what I see, all right, yeah, black people of color are really getting it hard against these European countries, all right. They're getting it hard. Afghanistan, Africa is a is a mess, all right. But you have Serbs, other people, they get it hard too. You know what I'm saying? The Irish once had it hard too. A lot of people get it hard too. And what you have to realize, you can't just look at today. I can't look at what happened today in today's era and make a decision like, you know, white people are all fucked up. I can't say that because, like I said, uh, Serbs have had it in our modern era. You know, that whole Bosnia-Serbia thing, you know, they went through that shit too. Irish, and if you go through history, you will see that Everybody really done, done had it, but black people are done had it the most. All right? They done had it the most. Now, this whole thing about Israel and the Holocaust, let me tell you what that was. See, you had your boy Hitler looking for the master race, blonde hair, blue eye, even though he did not have himself blonde hair and blue eyes. And he was hell-bent. Hitler was hell-bent on destroying them, the state of Israel, these Jews that's over there today. Why? Why do you think that is? If you do some research and go back far enough, you'll find that these Jews from Israel are not from this planet. Now, how did Hitler know that? Who told Hitler that? Somebody told him that wasn't from this world. Because they also helped Hitler to get, you know, advanced technology, especially with the aerospace uh, thing, as well as with, like, you know, he made UFOs, all types of stuff. If you do some research on the Jews, they're not from this planet. Think of something for a second, people. The Jews run the world with their banking systems and shit like this. This little, small, tiny-ass country, every other country kisses their ass. What do they know that? The rest of you don't know. They know some shit. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Hitler was trying to kill them motherfuckers for a reason. Anytime, look, that's like this war. They got you, oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Ukraine ain't for us. Neither is Putin, but I'm just saying, a lot of times, you have to look at why the United States is supporting some. If the United States supporting somebody, I support the, the I do the exact opposite of the main, the mainstream. If you if you want if you don't know much and you just like don't want to go wrong, then go against mainstream every time. It's like you know when the Browns suck, the football team, the Browns, when they suck, when Tampa Bay suck, just bet against them every time. You want to make some money for football season for some extra money for Christmas. Just bet against the team that's historically been sorry year after year after year. You know, just bet against them. You'll make money. If you want to play it on the safe side, like if this was the year 2019 and you caught this broadcast and I was telling you, look, if you want to play it safe and always be on the good side, whatever mainstream kit, go against it. Do the exact opposite. Then the pandemic hit 2020. If you would have took my advice, you would have been like, I'm not getting nothing. You ain't putting nothing in me. You see what I'm saying? Because the video I have to show you about that, 
may not be playable on Instagram, but it will be playable on Spotify video. And I am going to make sure I put it on my website. that's going to prove exactly what I was telling you if you don't know what I was telling you the CD, put it like this the CDC did not put you know a zombie preparedness thing on their website as a joke like they're trying to tell you alright this shit is real and it's coming because they're installing the shit right now. I got video of it. And other people I just seen on Ancestors Eye uh, uh, page. And again, if you don't follow Ancestors Eye, follow him. He had a big page and Instagram deleted it just like they did mine. I saw on his page though that he... Uh, Posted something from uh, what's this dude's name? Damn, it was a rapper. I forget his name. Older guy. I'm surprised he was woke. You know, David Banner. It was David Banner. David Banner saw a bunch of tanks. <laughs> David Banner saw a bunch of tanks on the, on the railroad. He didn't say nothing. He just recorded it and said, "Hmm." He kept saying, "Hmm." Five years ago, when I first got to Tennessee, I also saw tanks. I have video of that. It was lost for a while, but I just found it. All right? And I posted it, that your government is going to go to war against you. All right? These tanks, I believe, are United Nations tanks. See, they're looking for a one-world government. So that's that's the move. How are they going to get it? Let's just throw up a scenario of how they can unite the world against its own people and classify you as one so that they can operate as one against you. Well, they just did that in a test run when they put that shit in your arm, didn't they? A worldwide threat enabled all governments to operate as one. Now, if you all turn into zombies, are they not going to operate as one to get rid of you? Yes, they will. Yes, they will. I have a video about that stuff in you uh, <clears throat> that I also, I'm going to put it on my website too. I'm going to make a Spotify video for it too since Spotify allows a video podcast. I'm going to make a video of it so you can see it. You know, I feel for you. This is why half of you, you really need to get the soul trap because what's going to happen to you, you need to know, you know, you need to have that stored in your brain because when they flip the switch, which turns off everything and you turn into one of these things you're not going to remember much 
All right. According to the sciences that says they already did it and tested it in, in uh, Rwanda, you won't have the ability to think. You see what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you won't remember, but you won't have the ability to think as long as you live. Now see, when you die, then whatever they're doing to you physically, it won't matter to you as a spirit. You will have your memories back as a spirit. And you'll be able to access them. But what, I'm, what they got planned for you is sinister. Again, where's God? You don't think God knows this? Ain't he supposed to know and see everything? I can tell you that he don't know and see everything. But what I can tell you is, and I can prove it, but what I can tell you is, he does know this is going on and it's probably... ...to the Sumerian text. You were made for the specific reason to be a slave, specifically to mine the gold. So when they landed here in Mesopotamia, which is modern day Iraq, which is the reason why the United States attacked Iraq, is to get the documents away from Saddam Hussein, who found all these Sumerian texts, who was opening up a museum to expose this shit to the world. This is the, the weapons of mass destruction he had, not nuclear weapons, knowledge, knowledge. Keep stressing to y'all, knowledge is the power, not nothing else. Knowledge. He was trying to get this to you. That's why the United States went and killed Saddam Hussein. Period. Flat out. If you don't believe me, all you got to do is Google, why did U.S. troops invade uh, Iraqi museums? That's what they did. First thing over there. They wasn't going to look. Ain't no nuclear weapons in the museum. You see what I'm saying? They manipulate y'all and play y'all like like fools, man. Because you don't see, you don't you don't read, you don't you just accept what they tell you. You you you, you gotta wake up. <sighs> Samaria, I mean the uh, Anunnaki from the Samaritan text, they then went to South Africa because that's where all the gold was. How do we know they went to the South Africa? Well, because if you now cross over to archaeological history, and you can Google this. Again, I provide sources. You see how I'm providing you sources? You can Google this. If you go to uh, South Africa, and if you Google ancient gold mines, you will find that there are over 25,000 ancient gold mines in South Africa that date back 200,000 years ago, which is the same time of the, the first list of kings that we have coming out of uh, Sumeria. Blink. Dots connected. So 200,000 years ago, what man do we know had a use for gold? We don't. None. Zero. Raw report there ending this. Um, for you guys, if you want to go over to raw therapy, you can. Uh, because I'm going to cut it at this. I'm not going to go a full hour again. We're at two hours now. So I appreciate y'all. Get the soul trap. Join the church of knowledge. All right. And for the rest of you guys, we're going to wrap this up.
we're going to wrap this up because it's a ton of knowledge and we got many days to do it. But anyway, to finish what I was saying, uh, <clears throat> when the Anunnaki went to Africa, all right, to get the gold, they, uh, you know, set up 25,000 gold mines. Now, these gold mines date back 200,000 years ago. All right. Now, I'm about to show you how they hide shit from you real quick. Okay. Let me show you. And then I want everybody watching to join the Church of Knowledge so you can learn this shit. And get the Soul Trap session. But I'm going to show you real quick. 25,000 ancient gold mines. Follow me here. Do the math. How many people does it take to work a, work a gold mine? If we say one, then there's 25,000 people in ancient South, uh, South Africa uh, mining for gold. But we know it takes way more than one person to do a gold mine. If we say 10 people, that's 250,000 people. All right. If we say something more like 100, which would probably be, you know, the correct number. Then you're looking at 2.5 million people in South Africa working a gold mine. But let's just say, uh, you know, it don't matter what we say, whether we say 100,000 or whatever. We'll stick with 100,000 people total. 100,000 men total. All right? Now, if you got 100,000 men digging for gold, they can't dig 24 hours a day, not can they? So you want to know where your eight-day work, your, your eight-hour work week came, your work day came from? You're probably looking at it right now. All right. Can't work them all day. So the common, so the, the obvious thing is work them a third, split the day up into three equal parts. Let them work for eight hours. Let them rest for eight hours. Let them sleep for eight hours. You see what I'm saying? This is where this comes from. Now, all work and no play will make slaves run off into the woods some damn way. Into the jungle. Like, you know, fuck this shit. You see what I'm saying? If, if they men, then what do they want more than anything? Sex. I want some butt. Man, after that, I ain't about to keep doing that all day, man. I, you know, you think advanced aliens don't know this? So, it's 25,000 men. Each man needs a woman. Now we have 50,000 people. This is the same guy who told you to be fruitful and multiply. You don't think any of that was going on. Wasn't no birth control. So at the very least, this, 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 you know, these people had two kids, three kids. Who knows? Everybody had a kid though. So now you're looking at a city of millions of people search your record books has anybody told you about a South African ancient city with millions of people there no who runs South Africa the Afrikaans the white Afrikaans are you beginning to put the pieces together here You see what I'm saying? 
this should be the biggest thing we're talking about when it comes to South Africa is that there's an ancient city down there that had over a million inhabitants, which also mean they had to have places to live. They had to have crops, food, water, all of this stuff. Have you heard any of that coming out of South Africa? No, you have not. Now you want to know why those Afrikaans is down there? Protecting the history from the mainstream. See, when you learn something, like I learned, man, there's, there's 25,000 ancient gold mines. You don't just stop there. Like I told you, real research is you got to put the shit in perspective. You got to look at it analytically. Well, hell, if it was 25,000 gold mines, that means there had to at least been this many people. And this many people, they're going to have sex and they're going to eat and they're going to drink it. Ta-da. This is real research. So when you get the, the soul trap session, this is the type of stuff you get from me. This is why ain't nobody ever complained like, man, this, it, that was BS, man. I want my money back or gave me a bad review or a negative comment or anything. None. So you got to wake up, people. You're not doing enough. And if you're not going to go do it yourself, then just as I've sat here for the past two hours and proven to you, all right, the truthfulness and the veracity of the things that I say, then allow me to help you in your journey. The knowledge will cost you. That little paper money compared to your time is nothing. You can get that paper money back. You can't get that time back. And just because you go and read something, just like I showed you, just because you go and something, read something, don't mean you're going to grasp it fully like I do. I have an expertise in this. I've been doing this for a very long time. I became a member of Menza when I was 13 years old. All right. My IQ is very high. Recruited by the FBI at 18. Turned them down. That's a whole nother discussion I'm going to tell you about. But you don't really understand what you up against. Your government has the ability to walk through walls. Do you understand this? Google it. If they have the ability to walk through fucking walls, what abilities do you think that they don't have? And they got all this technology and they use it against their own people. You. You got to wake up, man. You, you don't get this. You at war. Just like Prince told you. And I'm going to post it again. You're at war. The battlefield is your mind. And the prize is your soul. That's what all this is about. It ain't got nothing to do with politics, race. None of the, the petty stuff they put before you to have you quibbling at each other. That's all designed to just keep your mind off the prize. The prize is your soul. They're running a soul trap here. 
This is a slave colony. You are here to be slaves. You see what I'm saying? That's it. To them, that's your purpose in life, is to go to work. Give them them 65 years. Spend your retirement some more, you know, and die in a state of ignorance. That, that, that's the mission. That's the goal. Meanwhile, on the other hand, in the Talmud, in the Gnostic text, Jesus tells you that your your the reason why you're here is, is not to live and have babies and do all that shit. You're here to gain knowledge so that you can get past these archons who are preventing you through death from returning back to the source creator. And the only way you're going to do it is through knowledge. You have to learn. Not just learn how to be nice and all. It's specific shit you got to learn. Like I'm teaching you right now. They gonna, These beings going to ask questions. You gonna, This shit is deep. Like you have no idea. And why would you think it would be so easy? I do not know. Ain't nothing been easy for you in this life. I don't understand why you think anything is going to be easy in death. And for you people who think that, well, Jesus is waiting on me, you're going to have a sad reality to wake up to. Because if he ain't decided to come down here now, like I said, and help starving babies or stop wars and all this shit that's been going on since he left, the fuck you think he's going to be waiting on you? You ain't special. You're not special. You see what I'm saying? You're fooling yourself. There's a line of babies that come in front of you that he should be standing up for. Did, did he not say, don't hinder the children, let the children come to me? So he would be tendering to them first before he would do, have anything to do with any of you adults. And yet he does not tend to them now as they starve. We've been on this broadcast for two hours and nine minutes. Six people die every second in the world. Did you know that? Six people die every second in this world. 56 million people die a year. Six million. I mean, six people die every second. 6,300 and something die every hour. How many of them you think are starving babies? A lot of them. Starving people, period. And you think Jesus is going to be waiting on you when you die like you somebody special. Like you even deserve somebody to even be there waiting on, on you when you ain't did shit in life to better yourself. Through knowledge. Knowledge. It's all about knowledge. It's not about you being nice to your neighbor and all that shit. Mother Teresa. You could be Mother Teresa even though she's not who she proclaimed she was. But you could be Mother Teresa. If she didn't gain no knowledge, you, you shit about her luck. The only people escaping this soul trap that's not getting a session is Tibetan monks. Flat the fuck out. Them the only ones. And they not giving it to you. You got to join the monastery to get that information. So you better wake up to what's really going on because you fooling yourself. And you're allowing yourself to be fooled by a fake God that's promoted by mainstream. 
who lies to you about everything else and you think they just telling you the truth and i'm done with this hey i appreciate the support i appreciate uh y'all tuning in i hope you was able to learn some things i hope i woke some people up all right the soul trap session you better get it while it's still available people there will come a time when i just pull the plug i'm just gonna be honest with you i will pull it if you know me you know i don't care about a lot of things all right so if you ain't got it you better get it join the church of knowledge you want to hear knowledge like this on a regular basis join the church of knowledge because i'm doing these lives right now only because they prevented me from going live on the raw report for so long but after a while these lives are going to be reserved for the church of knowledge all right period knowledge ain't for everybody and that damn show ain't free you see what i'm saying because i'm gonna tell you how i feel I do two-hour sessions like this. I break shit down. I give you the knowledge. And don't nobody support me. You don't go to my website. You don't get the soul trap. You don't do shit. So I take that as I'm a joke. Fuck a, fuck a, you know, good show today. I take that as a joke. Kudos to my man, Edwin, and a lot of other people that send me stuff after I do lives. Kudos to you. Because don't nothing matter in this world but some motherfucking money. Motherfuckers come here and want Raw to give out shit for free. Won't even say, here go five dollars. But will actually argue at me through a, a message because I'm, I won't get a soul trap for free. Alright? That's the nature of people. They selfish. They only want what's right for them. They don't care about nobody else. You don't know who I am. You don't, you really don't know who I am. A few of you know me, but the rest of you, you don't know who I am. You don't know who I could be. There was plenty of prophets. The, the Quran say they sent a hundred thousand, over, over 160,000 prophets to mankind over the years. They all wasn't, you know, doing miracles and, and well known. So you don't even know who you talking to or who I could even be. That's trying to wake you up. Every prophet didn't come doing miracles. I could be a prophet. You would not know. But look at how you treat me. And I say that because I'm not giving you nothing but truth. You follow me. I don't follow you. You tuned in now. You've been here for two hours. You don't know who I am. And if this is how you treat people who are trying to help you. When you know they're trying to help you, on, on when you die and you face somebody and they bring that up to you, what you gonna say? You gonna feel like an idiot is really what you would feel like. That's what you would really feel like. Be like, damn, he that was him, and I'm not saying I am or not. But what I am telling you is, judge people by what they do. Fuck what they say. Listen to listen to their actions, what they do. And you won't never be misled. Like many of you have been. Hey, peace out. It's your boy Raw, man. I appreciate you.